Every year I see the same thing. Spring comes around, it's bikini season, summer, spring, it's time to get on it. Cue excessive cardio, under eating, and a lot, a lot of chicken and salads. I know because this used to be me. And every year it never failed. After spring and summer slowed to an end and fall and winter started to come up around again, I'd blow up because it's quote unquote bulking season. Yeah, okay. And all the progress I worked for would slowly but surely be reverted. But what if you could feel confident and toned year round? What if your goal body wasn't just a seasonal thing? If you don't want your body to be seasonal, your goals shouldn't be. Building that comes with making it a lifestyle and practicing it on a daily basis. The mundane shit, guys. Sleep, water, your macros, getting in your steps, training, recovery. And if this is something that you want for yourself, but you've just shown yourself time and time again, doing it on your own doesn't get you far. Join us for our macros masterclass to learn how to break this cycle by learning about flexible nutrition and periodized approaches. We're going to be doing this free masterclass in our Facebook group, March 23rd, Thursday at 7 PM Eastern. Um, and you'll have access to the replay if you're in our Facebook group, but if you are there live, we're going to be doing a special little gift for those going and showing up live. Um, and you won't want to miss this. Now, moving on from that, I kind of want to talk a little bit about this, right? This kind of like yo-yo dieting habit that a lot of us do have. Raise your hand if you have that habit or have had that habit in the past, or you're just trying to break out of that habit, right? I know for me, like I can really think back to like college years where I wanted to be toned and fit and lean and like feel good in a bikini. Like all of us do, right? And you don't have to be lean and like to feel good in a bikini first off, right? Like there's been plenty of times where I was not lean at all. My stomach was a little bit bloated, but the booty was popping. So, you know, we had a little thumb bikini out there, but anyway, to stay on track, what I would do is like with my friends, you know, oh my God, spring break is coming up and two weeks. Let's hit the cardio every day. We're going to be eating chicken and veggies every day. And guess what guys, I would get really lean, but I would not be able to maintain it. The second that the vacations, the spring break, whatever was over, I just would go back to eating. However, like literally I didn't really know how to manage that. And it wasn't until I learned about eating at maintenance and like learning to live at maintenance and what that actually looks like that I was able to kind of break out of that. Right now, here's the problem. A lot of people, and this was me back then as well. until I got a coach cause I literally couldn't do it on my own. I literally thought I was going to like gain so much unnecessary weight, just eating at maintenance, even though it doesn't work that way. But that's how limiting beliefs work is like you like, you know, scientifically it doesn't work that way, but you still have those fears and you want to be in control. Right. So what I would do is like, okay, eat at maintenance, but then I would see the numbers. Oh my God. My maintenance calories are 2,100 and I would freak out and think, no, 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 no. Uh -huh. I'll eat 1700. That feels comfortable for me. 
And then what would happen? I would binge. I well, you guys, I wouldn't binge off of 1700. I would overeat. I would find myself, you know, being like, F it. Like I feel restricted. And then guess what? I would probably eat way, way, way over my maintenance calories because then I felt restricted. Right. And that's the beauty of learning to live at maintenance is that you find that happy medium. It, there's no like, oh, I'm all the way in restrictive blah, 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 and then I'm all the way out on the other side of the spectrum simply because we're afraid to be right in the middle, right? Or maybe you need a reverse diet, but you're afraid like if I do a reverse diet and like I gain all this unnecessary fat, it, doesn't, it really doesn't work that way, guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like some, like the purpose of a reverse diet is really just to get your metabolism back in a, in a healthy place to lose body fat. But the whole point of a reverse diet is to do it slow and strategically, like literally slow and strategically, okay? So, sorry guys, my Slack notifications are going off. Um, you can just ignore that. But if you find yourself getting really, really motivated during the spring and the summer when it's cutting season, but then you're really unmotivated when it's not cutting season, it's totally normal to feel that way, right? I think a lot of times the new goals can excite us and we can kind of get like shiny object syndrome where it's like, okay, new goal, like cutting. Yay. I'm so excited. And who doesn't love to like, you know, you know, shred a little bit. Like it's fun. Like I will say those new goals are fun. Right. But how does your consistency look when you're not cutting? Right. Like, are you still making sure that you're getting in enough protein, carbs, and fats, like maintain your overall hunger and fuel your body? right? Are you still drinking your water and moving your body and getting in your steps, right? Or are you like, go, go, go once it's time to cut, right? So here's some things that kind of help me stay motivated when it's not cutting season. And with that allowed me to maintain a physique that I feel comfortable in. No, I'm not the most shredded lean all year round, but I'm comfortable, you know what I mean? In a good way, right? Not like in a stagnant way, but like I'm maintaining a physique that I can put on bikini right now and like feel pretty confident in, right? So the first thing's obviously, again, I learning how to track my macros when I'm not cutting. Okay, this is like the biggest difference here is I feel like a lot of people go to track their macros, but they're 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 doing it on like a weight loss calories. So then they constantly feel restricted. Well, it's not the macros. It's the fact that you're trying to eat 1500 calories for your entire life, right? Nobody can do that. Like, fuck that. But what if you were to actually just learn how to track your macros eating at maintenance, right? And like having that abundance of carbs and protein and like learning how to fill your body properly, right? And this is what we're all going to go into in our macros masterclass. Again, guys, it's going to be completely free in our Facebook group, March 23rd, mark your calendars. We're only doing this in March. Um, and you know, we're going to be diving into diet culture and misconceptions around tracking pros and cons as well, because at the end of the day, it's not for everybody, but I, you shouldn't write it off. If you only tried it for a little bit and you were like, no, this is too complicated by right? Like there's, there's certain ways that you can go about it with the right guidance and steps to make it easier. Okay. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee real quick. When I learned how to track my macros, ironically, I was able to like heal my relationship with food and break out of the all or nothing mindset. 
The reason being is because I would look at foods like hamburgers or a pizza or pasta, and I would automatically assume I can't have that. Or I would try to be intuitive and have balance, but still subconsciously I felt guilt or anxiety around having those foods. Or I would literally give myself like the tiniest portion ever where I didn't even, I still felt restricted, right? So then anytime I would have something, I would just be like, oh, well, I already fucked up everything. So I may as well just like enjoy myself, right? And it's like, if you have to put yourself in the place where you feel like, okay, now I can enjoy myself. You can't enjoy yourself like within what you're doing, then that's the problem, right? So when I learned how to track my macros, I was, it, it really allowed me to be in a place of abundance, right? And remember tracking my macros at maintenance, not in a deficit because in a deficit's restrictive period. So I was able to be like, wow, like a carb is a carb is a carb. Obviously food quality matters guys, but I was able to be like, oh shit, like I can have platanos. I thought I couldn't have that. Like, you know what I mean? We kind of categorize these foods as like, should I eat that? Should I not eat that? Can I have that? Can I not eat that? And there is not gonna be one food or meal that's gonna reverse all your progress, guys. It's just not. It's what you do consistently that counts, not what you do once in a while, okay? So I highly recommend, guys, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a coach, but it's because when I first started off, this was my experience. I highly recommend working with a nutrition coach who specializes in macronutrition. And then I will go ahead and plug in Embody Her Fitness because that's what we love to do. We do have other approaches as well, like gentle nutrition. Because some, like I said, guys, it's not for everybody, right? But if you are somebody who wants to learn more about your body, you want to learn how to fuel your body properly for your goals. You want to learn about nutrient content and you want to develop your physique, right? then it's a great, 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 great approach for you. Okay. And I recommend doing it with a coach because a lot of the times on our own, we overcomplicate things. We overthink things. And there's so much different information out there that it can really confuse you. Okay. And it's also easy to be very emotional on our, with our own selves. And it's just great to have that external observation, that external objectivity of like a coach to be like, Hey girl, here's what you're doing wrong. Hey, you're doing this right. Like keep it up and like continue from there, right? Now, another thing that helped me maintain my progress, my motivation, my physique outside of being in a cut and like spring, summer season is again, setting goals like outside of that, right? Cause like I said, a lot of times we transition into fall and winter and what's the first thing we do? Bulking. And it's like, none of y'all are bulking. <laughs> I wasn't bulking. It's I call them fake bulks. And I see this all the time where people just are like, eat, they, you, they kind of subconsciously. And when I say people, I'm also talking about me, y'all. Like I've definitely done this before um, where, and I also warn clients about this as well. When we go into a bulk, like, Hey girl, a bulk just isn't an excuse to just eat whatever the fuck you want. Okay. But I think subconsciously, and I've done this as well, when we go into uh, winter, fall, it's colder, you're wearing bigger clothes, you know, there's a lot of events and whatever. There's a lot of events year round, right? But then we go, oh, I'm gonna bulk. <laughs> and then we gain all this unnecessary body fat and then we go into January and we're like, okay, I'm gonna cut now. And it's like this constant, like, this constant year long yo-yo diet, right? 
And it's like, what if we could just get to the place where we're maintaining a relatively lean and whatever physique that we're confident in, and we don't have to be in this, like, gain all the weight back and then some in the winter and then cut it all down. And it's like constant, right? If that's something that you're tired of, right? Because some people are okay with that. I'm not personally. Um, but setting new goals, like actual goals outside of cutting is really helpful. So I know a lot of the times when we go into maintenance phases, it can be a little redundant or boring, or you can kind of feel like dry, right? Um, or maybe you're going into a surplus, right? Whatever it is, but setting goals like within the gym, right? Like maybe you want to hit a new PR with hip thrusts right? Maybe you really want to focus on growing your glutes and intensifying your training. Maybe you want to start adding in sprints and like perfecting your form with sprints and getting faster. Maybe you want to add in Pilates, who the fuck knows? But I think it's really, really good. Like outside of a really exciting cutting phase or do a challenge or whatever it is, all that exciting, shiny stuff. When you're outside of that setting goals within your health and fitness that are going to excite you, right? So for me personally, I'm not in a cut and I will not be cutting for a minute simply because my goal is to build muscle and my goal has been to build muscle for the longest time, but I can't say that I've been the most consistent in my training intensity. That is why I've hired a trainer and I'm doing my own nutrition as a nutrition coach. That is kind of where I thrive, right? My weakness right now is just kind of like sticking to a program in the gym and like I get bored very easily and now I have these exciting goals. Like I'm working with a trainer twice a week who is helping me kind of just intensify my training so I can actually see results, right? Now, some other goals that excite me are, you know, um, I honestly just like building muscles like really exciting me right now, right? Um, that's exciting me and that's what works best for me. Some of our clients, you know, um, they really like setting goals like within the gym, like maybe they want to get like six chin-ups on their own, right? And so we set up their training to kind of focus on that. Some girls want to get faster, more flexible, whatever that is, like do something that you enjoy, right? But keep in mind, like if you have a goal, like some of this have to be in alignment with that, right? So like if your goal is to grow a, like a, a nice booty, but you're doing Pilates only, like you're probably not gonna get that through Pilates, you know what I mean? But if you like Pilates, maybe add it in like twice a week, but still keep in your hypertrophy training with your glutes, right? So that's just an example um, of like, you know, setting new exciting goals, right? Another thing as well is getting a coach because I think a lot of the times we can kind of lose sight of our goals. We can kind of be hard on ourselves. We can kind of like switch things up too much and then, you know, be all over the place. And having a coach can kind of really just provide that um, stability and like support to help you define what it is that you really want, but then still keep that excitement where it needs to be, right? And have that clarity. Um, another thing I would say is like, get out in your community like that shit's really exciting whether that's joining a community group we have a facebook group guys um we do weekly facebook lives on tuesdays we're going to be increasing that as well we drop macro recipes every single week like really fun nutritious meals um not boring shit you know what i mean like real because i feel like when you look up healthy meals it's the most i don't want to have like apple celery sandwiches like i don't like <laughs> I used to be so depressed when I used to look up healthy recipes because what, the, like, I don't want to fucking have spaghetti squash pasta. Like I want like 
you know, meat and like, yeah, like, you know, food, you know what I mean? So, you know, again, learning how to track my macros really helped me kind of incorporate my cultural foods growing up. I know how to make mango and make it for my macros, shit. But um, joining a community, guys, can be really, really helpful. Just get motivated, get like inspiration from other women, know that you're not alone, right? We had one of our girls, you know, drop in our chat the other day, like she's struggling with her period and like staying consistent, but like, this is what she's doing today. And like, she shared affirmations in the group. And then all these other girls came out and they were like, oh my God, me too. I'm struggling too. Like, so glad to hear that I'm not alone. And it feels so good. It feels so good to just not be the only one. Maybe get like a gym partner, like one of your friends, right? Both focus on getting fit together. Now I will say like, it can be easy to create some dependency around that. So like, just keep that in mind. Maybe just do a challenge or something. I don't know, like something that's gonna get you excited, right? On the other spectrum of that guys, your fitness journey isn't always gonna be the most exciting thing in the world. It's just not. And that's why a lot of times I think we can fall into shiny object syndrome where we fall into these new gimmicks and new trends and new diets because it makes us excited. But if you're always doing 25% of everything, then you're getting 100% of nothing done, right? So at some point in time, things will feel just redundant, basic, stale, and, and that's okay. That At that point in time, you just gotta ask yourself, where can I switch it up? Where can I shift my mindset, right? I know for me personally, getting in my steps is really, really amazing for my mental health. But when I'm checking it off every day, it can kind of just feel like another thing that I'm checking off. But when I get bored, I just shift my mindset to like, hey, we're not just like getting in steps for the fuck of it. These steps allow me to keep my digestion, you know, optimized. It allows me to get in more sunshine or just be in nature. It allows me to get off the screens, right? It allows me to listen to podcasts that I love that help enlighten me. So shift your mindset around those things as well. We're gonna be diving so much deeper on this, guys, in our macros masterclass. So again, uh, you know, if you join our Facebook group, you can join it with the link in my bio on my Instagram. But that is gonna be March 23rd, 7 p.m. Eastern. And I would love to see you there. You can invite a friend as well if you know your friends, you know, are also like kind of wanna get fit and healthy, but they may be not doing the most healthiest approaches, right? Um, we would love to see you there. So our goal is to help you guys build a physique that you're confident in, but like allow it to be something healthy and maintainable, right? Instead of this constant yo-yo where you're achieving it for a short period of time, you're gaining all the weight back and then some, and then you're going back and cutting. It's like this constant gaining and cutting the same 10 to 15 pounds, right? Or maybe it looks different for you, but that's pretty much it guys. I kind of just wanted to hop on here and, you know, talk about that a little bit. If you guys got value from this, let me know. I know I talk a lot about like mindset and spirituality and self-development on this podcast, but I like to sprinkle in a little bit of fitness and nutrition there as well. And I'll continue to do, just talk about what I like to talk about. So, um, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.